Hello, hello. It's Joan Gregerson here with the Climate Action Homes podcast, and it's so nice to be with you. It's a Monday evening here in Denver, Colorado, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you, which is called The Inside Scoop from a Trusted House Sitter. So we're going to dive into that in a minute. Uh, I first want to do kind of catch you up on a couple things. So one thing, just to introduce myself and my business, uh, my name's Joan Gregerson, and I am a broker associate with Your Castle Realty in Denver. And my whole focus is helping people find the the home of their dreams or sell their home. But the, the three pillars for me are people, planet, and prosperity. And I, I don't think that we have to sacrifice any of those. It's pretty challenging right now, um, especially in Denver with housing prices the way they are. Um, but, you know, there there are stories. A friend just posted how she helped a family that's that are refugees recently get settled into a new home. So don't think that that you're not able to to find a place. We all need a home and I'm here to help you. OK, so. The Climate Action Homes podcast, this is where I am bringing you different ideas, different people who have ideas of how you can live in a way that that supports those three things, people, planet, and prosperity. And before we dive into that, I want to let you know of a few of the episodes that we have coming up. So on February, normally we do this on Mondays, but we have a special one on Wednesday or sorry, Thursday, February 10th, is Raised Bed Kitchen Gardens with Katrina Karcheski of Grateful Garden. And then um, on February 21st, we have Carrie uh, Martin-Haley with Summit Sustainable Goods. February 28th, the top things to know when buying a home, um, that is Chad Bergman of Movement Mortgage. And March 7th, we have Regenerative Landscape Design with Erin Joy Murphy. Uh, we're also starting a first-time homebuyer series class. This will be monthly Zoom meetings, um, and that starts on the third Wednesday, starting March 16th. There's also a seed starter and seed swap happening on February 23rd at Modern Nomad, and Katrina is going to be talking about that more um, a bit later. So after the podcast, um, we have a, a chance for people to network. And so if you sign up, if you go to climateactionhomes.com, sign up for the newsletter, you'll get the invite so you can join our private Facebook group. And you can also hop on our networking calls every week or whenever you want after our, after our podcast. All right. So I think I've got all that going. Thanks for the folks that are tuning in and liking and commenting. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to give you a little bit of background on this idea of house sitting. Um, and and just the kind of the quick overview is I've been house sitting. I started on June 20th of 2021, and I'm now lined up to do so through March 22nd of 2022. So that's nine months, 273 days of house sitting and not having um, a rent or mortgage. And I know a lot of people have thought about doing things like that and probably have a lot of questions. So that's what I want to 
to talk about in this podcast episode. I want to set the context, though. Um, you know, there one of the things that I remember reading in the Tim Ferriss book, The Four Hour Work Week, is he talked about this idea that it's really better to fail at something that you're excited about than to succeed at something that you don't care about. And I think a lot of us fall into that. So one of the things he was saying was he said, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of if you can, if you're okay sleeping on someone's couch. And so what that basically means is that if you have to have everything working out every month, then you don't really have much leeway. But if 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 it's okay if something crashes, your finance crashes for a little while, you know that you've got friends, that you can ask somebody to stay with them for a little while, that you can figure something out, then you'll be okay. I thought of that when I was in Ghana in 2007. I was staying with a friend there. And one day, one of his friends showed up and he just didn't leave. And when I when I asked my friend about it, he said, yeah, well, he's just staying with us now. So it's kind of like he had moved in, but there wasn't a big discussion. Suddenly there was just one more person sleeping in our room. There had been four. Now there was five. Um, there was one more person at the table when we were eating. You know, there had been like eight or nine and now there was nine or ten. And that thing of being able to move through life without judging, without feeling of being a loser, um, you know, just getting a little bit more comfortable with the ups and downs of life really impressed me and stuck with me. Um, and later when I was living in South Korea teaching English, I saw that this kind of pressure cooker environment that is common in a lot of cultures, but uh, especially um, where I was in Korea, there were kids that were committing suicide, like middle schoolers because of their grades. And it was, I had, I had been to Ghana. I had been through a 12 step program. I had learned meditation and through all of that, I, I had developed some skills around not worrying and being okay, like being able to accept things that happen and not thinking that my life was over or that I was a failure. Um, and I realized, wow, that's a really important thing to know. And so I wrote a book called Tuning Into Inner Peace, The Surprisingly Fun Way to Transform Your Life. And and the reason I'm telling you that is because what I what I see happening around housing is that for a lot of good reasons, it's a really stressful thing for so many people. I mean, the, the amount of uh, uh, the, the increase in, the, in our housing costs compared to our wages just hasn't kept up in the last few decades. And so it's real. But at the same time, you know, when we look at squirrels and birds and other animals, they, they get by and they are, they're at home in the world. And, and so that's what, what I wanted to tell you about house sitting was if you're feeling very crunched and you feel like you have no options, maybe your rent is so high, but you really want to buy a house or you, you're 
living with so many people, you really want to get your own place, but you just feel like you can never get ahead. And if you thought about house sitting, then I just wanted to share this idea with you. Okay, so that's that's the background is that I want you to find a place of peace in your in your journey, wherever you are. And if you can stay in someone else else's home, then you are at home. And so to not make added pressure for yourself. And it can be a good pathway to whatever comes next for you. So I was kind of in that situation. Um, in October of 2020, I turned 60. And I was like, you know what, when I turn 60, I want to go on an adventure. Uh, I want to do a bunch of stuff. But, you know, it was also the middle of the pandemic, the uh, vaccines hadn't really come around yet. And I was like, oh, man, what can I do? Um, and also, when I lived in South Korea, I got used to living in a small space. It, I, from when I was married, we lived in a house, we owned a couple rentals, we had all kinds of stuff. And over time, after I got divorced, I kept moving to smaller and smaller places till I was in this studio apartment, which was great until the pandemic hit. And then a lot of my life had been in shared spaces, like going to the rec center for classes and going to the coffee shops and the library. Um, and when all those places closed down, that small apartment um, and then there were some other things that happened, like with just not wanting to be in that neighborhood anymore um, due to some a family member that was getting kind of wild and crazy, somebody with mental health problems that I was just like, you know what, I don't really want to be here anymore. Um, but also, I had gone through bankruptcy earlier in 2020. Um, and so I was starting to feel this kind of constriction of like, oh, I need to go do something, but I really don't have the resources. Um, and and I was in the middle of running this nonprofit and things were going great. And during 2020, I wrote a book called Climate Action Challenge. And we were doing this big international climate action challenge. So a lot of cool things were happening, um, but it wasn't things that were generating a lot of income. So I was like, okay, I want to do this. I want to make it a success. I want to adventure, but I don't really have like a lot of money in the bank to, to make that happen. And a friend of mine had gone to, Susan had gone to the Netherlands and stayed for a couple weeks and took care of someone's cat. <laughs> she lived rent-free on this vacation and all, and it was no cost to her. All she did was take care of a cat, which is pretty dang easy, especially compared to, to dogs. Um, so I signed up for Trusted House Sitters. And if you are interested, it's just trustedhousesitters.com. And if you sign up for it, it's something like $11 a month. Um, or you can sign up for a year for $120, something like that. Um, so I got on Trusted House Sitters. And one of the first places that I applied for was a house sit in Evergreen. And I thought it was 10 days, but I'd read it wrong. It was actually five weeks. And so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to give up my apartment and go do this thing. So that was my first adventure was 
going to Evergreen, which I thought was going to be perfect because it was June and Evergreen is in the mountains for those of you that are not in Colorado. Um, and one of the things that I realized as I've been doing this is there's no such thing as an ideal location. Um, you know, you think of somewhere idyllic. Um, I don't know if that's really a thing because this was a case where it was this beautiful home just about a mile and a half outside of Evergreen. I could go in, go to the library, go to the lake, go paddleboarding. Um, but some of the things that I didn't think about was that it's, um, it's surrounded by forest. And Colorado has been in a drought. So one of the first things that I was asked to do was sign up for the wildfire alert. So here I am in this beautiful location and I'm constantly thinking about how dry is it and when it rains, being so thankful for the rain, but also that's not really the kind of weather that I wanted for the summer to be out hiking and being on the lake. So that thing of, of being hyper aware of, you know, being surrounded by forest I, it, I changed my idea about that and hearing the dogs barking at night because of maybe a bear outside or some animal. I don't know what it was uh, and being a little bit remote so that when a delivery person came, you're obviously the only one there. I mean, it just wow, it, it changed my my perspective a little bit. And so that's what I, I want to kind of caution you is that if you get into a house sitting arrangement that I'm definitely a half full kind of person. I mean, I love to be optimistic and see the positive side, but I think you want to be realistic and understand that in each situation, there's going to be the highs and there's going to be the lows. Um, one of the next places I went was um, to Erie, Colorado, stayed with a friend, and it was similar, like it was great. I was taking care of their dog and their cat. And um, and then the, the bad part happened, which is the cat ran away and it didn't come back. And it's like, oh my gosh. So, you know, it was like the best of everything that I was able to, you know, be there and take care of the, um, you know, the, the dog and the cat until the cat disappeared. So that was, that was super heartbreaking. Um, I'm going to just keep moving on here. Um, but like when I was in Denver, I was there for, uh, for four weeks taking care of four dogs and one cat. And, one of the things I love about taking care of dogs is it gets me out to walk because uh, I'm not always, you know, I can get particular about, oh, I'll walk later or it's too cold, this, whatever. But usually when you have dogs, you just go out and walk them. Um, but there was a surprise there, which was that they don't walk their dogs uh, generally. So I went ahead and and started walking them. And one of the days when I came back, there were uh, dogs that attacked each other. A couple, one dog attacked the other dog when I came back. So <laughs> it just kind of showed me that's like what I think is right, what I think is helpful, is not always. Um, I mean, they were surprised; they had never seen anything like that. Um, but uh, the the last couple places that I stayed was uh, in Niwot 
and then moving over to South Boulder. And this was another example where the Marshall Fire that came through that that burned a thousand homes in that day. I just happened to be taking care of two homes and one was about two miles from that fire and the other was um, maybe about six, seven miles uh, from those those fires. And, and so I think the reason I wanted to say trusted house sitters, like, yes, that's the name of that organization and not all the house sits that I did were through trusted house sitters, but when when you're choosing someone to sit for you or when you are choosing to be the sitter, I think that the trust is a really important part because no matter how calm, how lame, how easy this assignment seems, my experience has been that, you know, life happens and crazy things could happen if you just stayed at your own place. I don't want you to this to dissuade you from trying house sitting, but I just want to let you know that you, I think you can't over communicate. Um, you know, some people wanted a picture of every single dog every single day and other people didn't really want to be bothered. So you having that kind of trusting relationship, um, it's not easy. But it also, I feel like I've grown a lot by just plopping myself down in some different parts of, I stayed all in Colorado because I wanted to be near um, my daughter who was having a baby in the middle of this whole time. And so during that period, I blocked out and I got an Airbnb near where she was because I wanted to not have any other responsibilities and know that I was going to be able to do that. So during that whole nine month period, those 273 days of that 18 days, I did an Airbnb and three other days I did a, um, a hotel. So now I want to talk about the, the money part of it. So can you, the, the interesting thing about trusted house sitters is you're not getting paid, but also you're not paying anyone. There's definitely other platforms out there like Rover where you can house sit for someone. I used to do that and charge $50 or $75 a night, um, but it, it was usually one or two days at a time. So what I've been doing with trusted house sitters is I put a filter in and I don't consider jobs that are less than two weeks and ideally more than four weeks is my, my goal. So can you can you actually save money by doing house sitting with trusted house sitter? So number one, you're not going to make money in this situation, but you might be able to save. And there, there are some expenses that you're going to want to, to probably pay. So as I mentioned, signing up for the trusted house sitters platform, um, that's something like $120 per year or uh, 11 or $12 per month. You also might want to get a P.O. box, which is what I did. Um, and then I also got a storage, a small storage unit, and it's $130 per month. So altogether, all that cost about $150 per month. And then what you want to do is compare that to what you're paying now. So I was paying, which is probably the least expensive rent available in uh, the Denver area these days, but I was paying $850 per month plus internet. I had a kind of 
high-end internet, so it was about 100. So I was paying like 950 per month. So when you take out the 150 that I pay now, that means that freed up $800 a month um, that I didn't have to be paying. And, and when I was working, I was able to save that. When my coaching job suddenly um, didn't renew uh, for the first time, kind of unexpectedly, then I didn't have so many expenses to, to worry about. So during that time, um, when I subtracted off what I paid for the Airbnb and that other, I um, avoided spending about $6,000 during that nine months. So that is my wrap up of the, the trusted house sitters is that, you know, if you're wanting to do some kind of adventure, uh, what, what I found, what I loved about it was that each place that I went, there were different hiking trails. There's different people that I knew. I was able to go on walks, go see families um, when I was in Erie that I wasn't able to see when I was in Evergreen and when I was in Evergreen, some people came and visited me. So each place that I went had different experiences. Um, and so for me, it worked as kind of a mini adventure that I could do during the pandemic, still still, still stay near my, uh, my daughter and the grandbaby, um, and yet have, you know, have some things changing up. And, and give myself a little bit of a break so I could finish some of these other projects and not worry about trying to make a high amount of money um, and, and also kind of have all these adventures at the same time. So that is my overview of, the, um, of being a trusted house sitter. If you have any other questions, definitely reach out. I'd love to help. And for sure, if, if you have questions about, you know, maybe you're thinking, gosh, I would love to get in a house, but it might not be for a year or two. Awesome. Reach out. Let's talk about it. I can set up a search for you so you're able to see the kinds of properties, you know, different areas, what your options might be. Um, but mainly, I'd just love to get that conversation going with you so we can we can work on this thing together for this people, planet, and prosperity. The, the world needs folks like us to come together and support each other. And that's what we're doing with the Climate Action Homes community. So sign up over at climateactionhomes.com and you'll get access to our Facebook group and to our networking meetings that are going to follow this podcast. All right. So thank you so much for hanging out and um, stay tuned for our upcoming our upcoming podcast, as well as our monthly first time homebuyer series. And thanks everybody who popped in, said hello, and have a beautiful evening or day wherever you are. Okay. Talk to you soon.